0: This week on Foamcast Radio, I've got all the news on the latest blasters revealed at the New York Toy Fair, including Nerf, Dart Zone, Busby, and X-Shot. Hasbro is laying Nerf eggs in the toy aisle, and I'll tell you what's in them so you can keep your money. And I've got this week's Requisition Recon and Battlespace Intel, and Michael Needs is back in the war room to tell us all about West vs. Zombies 2020.
1: Listen up and load up! It's time for the biggest podcast in the world, dedicated to Foam Blaster Toys. News, reviews, events, and more. And now, recording from the broadcast bunker, it's Ben Anderson, the host of Foamcast Radio.
0: Hey everybody, welcome to the podcast. Speaking of West vs. Zombies 2020, I've got a sit rep for you. I'm still recruiting people who want to join my squad at West vs. Zombies in July, so if you're planning on being there and you want to be in the Foam Patrol squad, send me a message on social media or email me at info at foamcastradio.com. There is some required training, but it's really short and sweet, and it's just to make sure that everyone in the squad knows the basics. Alright, I've got a quick Foam Patrol shout-out. Big thank you to Armored Duke Industries for becoming a Foam Patrol officer. You can join the Foam Patrol and get your own shout-out in the episode by going to patreon.com slash foamcastradio. Alright, let's get into your Stratcom. The New York Toy Fair was last weekend, and a ton of new blasters were announced by a bunch of different companies. So here they are in no particular order. First up, from Nerf, we have the Alpha Strike Uppercut. This is a single dart slam fire blaster. Now when I say slam fire, I mean it literally doesn't have a trigger. You actually slam your hand against the handle to fire. We didn't see this at the New York Toy Fair, but we did see it in Hasbro's promotional materials. It's going to be priced at 3 US dollars and it'll be released in fall of 2020. Next up is the Nerf Fortnite GL. GL stands for Grenade Launcher. This is a high-airflow manual plunger revolver blaster that fires demolisher rockets. Now, this blaster has a faux trigger. It actually fires on the pump and rotates the cylinder on the return stroke. The cylinder holds six demolisher rockets. It'll be priced at $60 U.S. and released on August 1st. Then we have the Nerf Fortnite BASR, which stands for Bolt Action Sniper Rifle. It's a bolt-primed, magazine-fed Springer, and it features an ambidextrous bolt and a unique six-round magazine. It will be priced at $40 U.S. and released on June 1st. Next is the Nerf Fortnite SR, which stands for Scoped Revolver. This is a hammer-primed smart AR blaster with four barrels, exactly like a Zombie Strike Quadrot or an Alpha Strike Fang. Even though it's called a revolver, the cylinder is purely cosmetic and doesn't actually revolve. It'll be priced at $20 U.S. and available fall of 2020. Next is the Zombie Strike Ghoul Grinder, which is a 10-dart Springer revolver? This is a weird one, it features a fake saw blade that holds the darts and it advances to fire each one. So I'm not sure if this is a revolver with a strange cylinder orientation, or if you might consider this a clip-fed blaster with a non-removable clip. It'll be sold for 30 US dollars and available in fall of 2020. Next, we have the Nerf Rival Finisher. This is a magazine-fed slide-primed rival blaster that uses a unique seven-round magazine that allows for topping off while the magazine is inserted into the blaster. Now, the magazine is compatible with other magfed rival blasters, and other rival magazines will also be compatible with the finisher. It's definitely an interesting design, almost a Kronos-Apollo-Meteor conglomeration. It'll be priced at 15 US dollars and available in fall of 2020. And lastly from Nerf, we have the one I'm excited about, the Nerf Mega Moto Strike. This is a magazine-fed semi-auto flywheel-powered mega blaster. It uses all new 10-round mega magazines and it should be compatible with Centurion and Tyrant magazines as well. Now the styling of this blaster is reminiscent of the Rapid Strike in that it has an integrated carry handle and stock, but it is semi-auto, so it's actually mechanically closer to a Strife. Basically, we're looking at a Strife that fires mega darts, which is awesome. In stock form, it will use 4C batteries, it'll sell for 40 US dollars, and it should be available fall of 2020. Shifting over to primetime toys, we have the Dart Zone Pro Mark 1.1. As I predicted, it is exactly like the Mark 1, but it has a red shell instead of orange, which I don't know that anyone was expecting. Now, it doesn't include the 30 U.S. dollar dart bundle that the Mark 1 collector's edition came with. It only includes 15 of each length of bamboo darts. But the blaster does come with $10 towards that $30 dart bundle. Now, the reason this is the Mark 1.1 is that the stock design has been fixed, so it won't accidentally collapse under a lot of pressure. Other than that, it's unknown if there are any other changes. The performance certainly has not been reduced. It's available now on Target's website for $150, US the same price the Mark I would have been if you deduct the price of the included dart bundle. Unfortunately, at time of recording, Target's website was showing out of stock, even though Primetime Toys has confirmed this is actually a computer error and they do have more available. Alright, next up we have a bunch of Busby Blasters under the Walmart Adventure Force label. The Adventure Force Rebel Mech is a magazine-fed, fully automatic flywheel-powered blaster. It includes a 30-round drum magazine, and it takes 4 AA batteries. It'll be priced at 25 US dollars. Next is the Adventure Force Battle Blazer. This is a slide-primed, chain-fed Springer pistol that uses a 12-dart chain and will sell for 10 US dollars. And finally, we have the Adventure Force Springfire, which is a pullback prime springer revolver with a manually rotating four dart cylinder. It will be available for five U.S. dollars. And again, all of these Adventure Force blasters are being produced by Buzzbee. Lastly, we have the X Shot Crusher from Zuru Toys. The Crusher is a handle primed, belt fed Springer that uses a 30 dart belt. Now, this blaster looks a lot like a chain gun, similar to the N Strike Titan or the rival Prometheus, and it features a cosmetic spinning barrel. But unlike those other blasters, this one doesn't use batteries and isn't flywheel powered, so the barrel is actually spun by the priming mech. Unfortunately, I don't know the price or the release date of this blaster yet. Alright, before we go to break, I've got one other thing I wanted to tell you about. There's been a certain product showing up on store shelves around the country, a sort of Nerf egg. It basically looks like a big plastic Easter egg in a package that says Nerf all over it. But the package doesn't actually tell you what's in it. It's priced at 30 US dollars. So you'd think that it would have a bunch of different goodies in it. Well, fortunately, some people made the mistake of buying this so that you don't have to. From the reports I've seen, they all contain some combination of jolts, jolt reskins like Micro Shot Blasters, and small packs of darts. They're absolutely not worth 30 US dollars by any measure, and you're way better off spending the same amount of money on stuff that you can actually see what you're getting. Foamcast Radio is supported by Flux Sunglasses. Whenever you're flinging foam, you need to be wearing eye protection. But shop glasses don't protect you from glare or UV rays, and most sunglasses are either too expensive for the battlefield or too cheap to hold up to punishment. That's why I'm so excited decided to tell you about Flux sunglasses. These stylish sunglasses are durable enough to protect you from flying foam, polarized to cut glare, UV-protected, and ridiculously affordable. For a limited time, my listeners can visit foamcastradio.com flux and use the coupon code foamcast at checkout to save 15% off their already low prices. Protecting your eyes on the battlefield is important. Don't wait another day to protect yourself with the only brand of eyewear I trust when I'm out on the field. Visit foamcastradio.com slash flux right now and don't forget to use the coupon code foamcast to save 15% off your entire order. Thanks to Flux Sunglasses for being the official eyewear of Foamcast Radio. Alright, everybody, it's time for your requisition recon. Over at Walmart, the Nerf Modulus Strike and Defend Upgrade Kit, normally 15 US dollars, is marked down to four. Amazon has the Nerf AccuStrike Quadrant originally ten U.S. dollars marked down to seven, and Walmart has the Nerf AccuStrike Alpha Hawk originally thirty U.S. dollars marked down to nineteen. Amazon has the Nerf Zombie Strike Revoltinator originally fifty U.S. dollars marked down to just twenty-eight, and the Nerf Mega Tri-Break, originally fifteen U.S. dollars is on sale for just eight U.S. dollars over at Amazon. Amazon and Walmart both have the Nerf Mega Megalodon, originally 40 US dollars marked down to 30. You can pick up the Nerf Rival rechargeable battery pack, originally 30 US dollars, on sale at Amazon for just 12. And Amazon has the Nerf Rebel Mission Central App Rail Mount, originally 15 US dollars marked down to 6. At Walmart, the Adventure Force Double Trouble, originally 20 US dollars, is on sale for only 15. Target has the Nerf Fortnite ARE, originally 50 US dollars, marked down to 35. And the Nerf Laser Ops Classic Ion Blaster 2 Pack, originally $30, U.S. is marked down to 22 As always, I have a few coupon codes for you. If you make a purchase from Blaster Wraps, use the coupon code FOAMCAST for 20% off. If you make a purchase from Flux Sunglasses, use the coupon code FLUXCAST10 for 10% off. And if you make a purchase from SM Enterprises, use coupon code FOAMCAST for 10% off. And don't forget to join my Facebook fan group, Foamcast Radio Fans. I share giveaways posted by different blaster manufacturers and mod companies, like several recently from Busby and one from Blaster Wraps. Alright, let's take a look at this weekend's Battlespace Intel. First, I want to thank my friends at Quickflag QuickFlagNZ for helping to support the show this week. They're having their Season 2 Battle 1 in Christchurch, New Zealand on March 7th. And I've got all the info about it posted at foamcastradio.com/intel, as well as on our Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram accounts at Foamcast Radio. On Saturday, February 29th, CSRA Nerfers United is having their War Number 23 in Evans, Georgia. Long Island Nerf Ops is having their War Number Six, Third Times a Charm, in Huntington, New York. OSU Undead is having their Winter One Day Game in Corvallis, Oregon, and San Diego Nerf Meet is having their February Battle Part Three in San Diego, California. On Sunday, March 1st, the Toowoomba tween and teen ASD nerfers are having their March Wars in Newtown, Queensland, Australia. On Friday, March 6th, the Garden State Nerf Squad is having their mod and loadout workshop in Paramus, New Jersey. And on Saturday, March 7th, Melbourne Nerf is having their Nerf vs. Zombies March 2020 event in Melbourne, Victoria, Australia. Big thanks to everyone who submitted their events this week. Make sure you follow at Foamcast Radio on Twitter for critical mission updates. For more info on any of these events, and to make sure your event gets mentioned on the podcast, Visit foamcastradio.com intel. Foamcast Radio is supported by blaster wraps. I love modding blasters, and making them look unique can be so much fun. But painting takes a long time, a lot of sanding, and a clean and dust-free environment. Hydro-dipping makes patterns possible, but takes a lot of skill and practice to get right. That's why I'm so excited about blaster wraps. These cool adhesive vinyl skins are custom-created for popular blasters and available in hundreds of designs from your favorite camo pattern to fun animal prints even food patterns and so much more For a limited time, my listeners can get 20% off their order of any Blaster Wraps product by visiting foamcastradio.com slash wraps and using the coupon code FOAMCAST at checkout. Customizing your blasters has never been so easy. Get your Blaster Wraps today at foamcastradio.com slash wraps and be sure to use the coupon code FOAMCAST at checkout for your exclusive discount. Thanks to Blaster Wraps for supporting FoamCast Radio. Alright everybody, it's time for your counterintelligence contest. This week's prize is the Lariat Takedown Valor Edition Pump Grip from Zero One Tech. It's a really cool two-tone pump grip for the Nerf Rival Takedown, and you can enter to win your choice of color options from the available options on Zero One Tech's website. To enter, head to foamcastradio.com slash win and enter the keyword TAKEDOWN. That's foamcastradio.com slash win and enter the keyword TAKEDOWN. Now this contest is open to entries from the US and Canada. Remember, officer-level supporters on Patreon are automatically entered. Stay tuned for more giveaways, and if you have something you'd like to give away to one of my listeners, send me an email at info at foamcastradio.com. Alright everybody, this week I'm really excited to be talking once again to Michael Needs, the administrative lead at West vs. Zombies. Michael, how you doing today?
2: Doing great, Ben. How about yourself?
0: Uh, I'm doing awesome. I'm really excited to talk to you about your upcoming event, West vs. Zombies 2020, which I am planning on attending. I am super stoked about it. Before we get into the questions about that, though, Michael, you have been on the podcast a bunch of different times. So if people want to hear about how you got into the hobby, um, I'm not even going to like list all the different episodes you were on because I think you've been on like four times before, right? Yeah, and I feel a little
2: bit slighted now. Come on. Let let me share my story. I'm kidding. It's fine.
0: I am going to ask you to share your story about how you got into the hobby, but people should definitely use the search function and find those old episodes that have Michael on them because uh, then you'll be able to hear kind of the in-depth full story. But for now, can you just give us sort of a condensed version about how you got into the hobby? HPZ at Oklahoma State University.
2: My first game was 787 players. It was awesome condensed version because I just got I've been hooked since.
0: Well that definitely sounds like it was quite the first HVZ experience, um, even bigger than my first HVZ experience, which was West vs. Zombies last year. Um, And so, I'm really excited to talk to you about West vs. Zombies coming up this year, get some information and some details, and fill people in on what's going to happen and what they can expect. So, can you tell us a little bit about West vs. Zombies 2020? Of course. Also... I do take it as a point of pride
2: that West vs. Zombies was your first A2Z event. I I hope you get to experience it um, eventually being about 800 players, because uh, that's, again, where I started out from. So, West vs. Zombies, what you can expect from it. Uh, the very first day is registration and not really a convention so much as a hangout swap meet and then a PvP event. We'll have several different games run, hopefully, uh, because let's be honest here, this is, this is nerf for time. Sometimes it'll always go exactly to plan, and sometimes the weather out in the west does not like to cooperate, but we, there will be events. It just depends on what you bring that you can use. That's the first day. Second day is always open play, open world HVZ. You get mini quests, side quests to earn yourselves raffle tickets in order to either be inside prize pools or, if you're zombies, power up the zombies slash still stay in the prize pool. The final day of West vs. Zombies um, is usually handled by the local group, and it's to showcase their favorite missions or game styles they like to do and their rule sets that are different than the rest of the nation. And that's kind of one of my favorite parts, just because we get to see a lot of cool, unique like, takes on what to do. And that's what you can expect from pretty much any West vs. Zombies experience.
0: Alright, now, last year's event was at Fort Buenaventura Park in... Utah, and this year it's going to be at the OSU campus in Corvallis, Oregon. Can you tell us why you chose that location? Of course I it can. It's getting more back to the spirit of HVZ, which I feel, and so does my
2: co-administrator Will Bode that HVZ can really be mostly intrinsically felt on a college campus. We, we did try the private event at, uh, or in Utah, excuse me, and really from what i was seeing it was still fun but there was just a certain element missing and the element missing is going to be like the local attachment to different landmarks different points on it different um the atmosphere is what i'm going to go with here the atmosphere of the area people having like different emotions or different memories tied to it that are local that really kind of seal it for me uh it's it's really difficult to describe for someone who hasn't played a lot of hvzs but it's this there's a definite energy around having it on a college campus, because it's more, I guess, urban, more real that way. And it it, it feels better. It, the like, landmarks make more sense. Different missions make more sense. The local group is much more tied to the place. And that's what we like to showcase. So we're going back to this this year for Oregon State University. And it, it's looking to be fantastic. They have a really good university for it. There's a couple different videos of it. I believe Captain Xavier has a few, if I'm not mistaken, or at least of the crew at... Uh, OSU from past years?
0: Well, I definitely agree with you that being on a college campus is definitely kind of a key feature of HVZ. And as much as I liked last year's WVZ event at the park, uh, I I am looking forward to it being on a college campus this year. I think that's going to be really awesome. And and I'm really looking forward to it. Well, I definitely have more questions for you about the event. And I want to get into those. But before we do, I've got a quick message from one of my hand-selected sponsors, and then we'll be right back. Foamcast Radio is supported by Hobby King. When I need a new battery for my latest blaster build, my favorite place to go is Hobby King. I can put in the exact specs and dimensions I want and Hobby King gives me a list of candidates at incredibly affordable prices. Every flywheel build I make has a battery in it from Hobby King because I can count on them to fit perfectly and have the discharge rating and capacity I need for maximum performance and reliability. You can get 100 reward points when you create your Hobby King account for free right now. Take advantage of this offer exclusively available to Foamcast Radio listeners by going to foamcastradio.com slash hobbyking. Once again, to get 100 reward points, go to foamcastradio.com slash hobbyking and create your HobbyKing King account for free right now. Thanks to Hobby King for supporting Foamcast Radio. All right, everybody, we are back with Michael Needs from West vs. Zombies talking about WVZ 2020 at OSU. Michael, this year, in addition to the location change, um, there's going to be some other changes as far as like the events that are happening and stuff. Can you tell us about what's going to be different this time around as opposed to previous WVZ events?
2: Honestly, no, not yet. I don't really know how it's going to be that much different.
0: It's going to be the same style we put on for with Bozeman, Montana.
2: The only thing that was different last year was the location. Uh, this year, we're kind of sticking back to what was honestly Awesome. Um, I don't know if we'll actually you know. Here is this. I don't know if we'll have the Black Knight mechanic working exactly as it was prior. I do know that both Captain Xavier and Out of Darts are going to be showing up. So I don't exactly understand how that's going to, or exactly how they want to play that. I do know Captain Xavier doesn't want to be an NPC this time around. So this mechanic, I want it to stay there, but we're gonna to have to find someone suitable for it. That might be the one big change that shakes it.
0: Well, as somebody who experienced the Black Knights last year, I definitely can tell you for sure that if you end up abandoning that mechanic, I won't miss it even one little bit.
2: Well, to be fair, you missed out on West vs. Zombies 2018, where the first people to figure out that they could bribe the Black Knight with a single ticket were the zombies, and that was a sight to see. And then, the fourteen-year-old who figured out or not figured out might be, who just wanted to shoot the Black Knight bought them to go eliminate zombies. Then walked up and shot him. And there was a special prize for whoever actually like takes out the Black Knights first. And it was a full Orange Modworks kit, like uh, was it
0: Omega kit, uh, for a long shot. And he got that. So speaking of prizes, I know that uh, you know prizes are a big part of WVZ. Last year there were uh, there was several tables full of prizes that people could put their tickets towards, are you expecting to have a bunch of prizes for people this year?
2: I'm expecting pretty much the exact same as what's been the last two years. Here's the breakdown. For West vs. Zombies, when you do side missions, uh, you get tickets or raffle tickets. You get experience points or ticket as game money you can spend. The entire joke with West vs. Zombies is, it's the end of the world. There is one more mission to go, so what do you do in an RPG? All the side quests. And at that point, you are gaining up experience, money, what have you, and you can turn that in for the stuff that our sponsors provide. Last year, it ranged from motors, 3D-printed parts, to full-on blaster kits of Foxfire. The, one of the coolest things we had for a prize was the Joker Caliburn. Full range of things, uh, sponsorship-wise, that we get
0: to make sure that people have a great time and leave with something they remember the event with. Very cool. I want to go back to something that we talked about a second ago, which was the Black Knights. I remember last year, uh, Black Knights could only be taken out with socks, and a bunch of the people that were there didn't know what to do because they hadn't brought any socks with them, which, uh, seems kind of like an amateur mistake. With this sort of a thing in mind, uh, what tips can you give to my listeners that can maybe help them plan their loadouts in advance of the event? Drop by the dollar store, get toddler socks. They count. Any other special ammo like Mega or anything like that that people should bring? None.
2: So, uh, as a philosophy point here, I really don't believe zombies should ever require special ammunition. Why? They're zombies! They can hit by anything. Now if they're if they still have the riot shield, which is one thing we used last year for when they were alive, oh, cool. You just have to hit around it. Not a big thing. The knights were something extra because they were still human and still adapting to current conditions. The sock part of it was to make it so, originally, I'll be honest here, originally so anybody shooting a high FPS blaster at them couldn't make them null and void. You had to actually engage them. Which made the mechanic much more fun, and it it works very well that way. Also, the base thing is socks stun anything, and I mean anything, because HVZ is supposed to be a thing you can pay pretty much next to nothing to play. So if you get socks that are clean, ball them up, you just take your next day socks and hit the knights with them, they're out. You hit zombie with them, they're out. It is the most base form of it will stun anything that is against you. Please just stop at the dollar store, get toddler socks. They work like a charm and you can carry a lot of them
0: for like two bucks. And then, of course, the other question that people are going to want answered is is there going to be an FPS cap on blasters, and what is it? Of course, there's
2: always an FPS cap on blasters. The FPS cap this year is probably going to be 130. We are currently working with the school on that one. We typically have had 150. However, that is because we actually provided eye protection. This current school year, they do not actually provide eye protection, which we do. So we are in talks with the school to make sure that we are allowed the 130. They are very receptive to it as long as nothing else goes wrong it will be 130 this year yes that is lower than the past two years i'm okay with it because 130 is still in my opinion a little bit too high for hvz i like 150 because it allows a lot more blasters a lot more of the printed creative community blasters but 130 is perfectly fine for HEZ.
0: Okay, awesome. Well, are there any teasers that you can share with us before I let you go about the event? Anything, uh, little secret tidbits that you can fill us in on? If Night Industries isn't there in form, they'll be there in function. Interesting. Well, we will have to wait and see if we can figure out what that means. By now, I'm sure that a bunch of people that are listening are interested in going to the event, hopefully uh, interested in going and hanging out with both of us. If people want to go, they do need to go register first. And where can they do that? Uh, it should be at WBZ.com. Awesome. And I will put it in the show notes at FoamcastRadio.com so that people can go and check it out. And then if people want to follow West vs. Zombies on social media, where can they find that? Primarily on Facebook at the moment. We are actually working, though,
2: like getting an Instagram so that it's more easily followable on that platform. I've been told
0: repeatedly that it's a better platform than Facebook. So we're going to try that out. Awesome. Well, we will definitely include those links in the show notes as well michael thank you so much for talking to me once again before i let you go i've got that one final question that i will be asking you for the fifth time this time and that is of course what is your favorite blaster
2: and do i have to really answer this? i'm kidding um mm, it's still gonna be split like it, it's gonna it's gonna have to always be todd really i mean last night was a little split on it but uh it's todd or the fdl3 man like, I don't know. There's just something like classic about the jank style of Todd and the like fun customizability of my FDL3. If I'm going to go my most treasured blaster that I'm not going to touch again, it might be my janked like sci-fi strife I have from like 2014 and 15. I used it in the video from 2017 for West vs. Zombies. That thing
0: has put me through more HPs than anything else. And over the last year, I've come to really appreciate it. Awesome. Michael, thank you so much for talking to me again today. Anytime, man. Alright everybody, if you want to hear the pre- and post-interview conversation I had with Michael, Patreon supporters have access right now to the -the behind-the-scenes version that's almost an hour and a half long. Before I let you go, I've got a quick action item. Head over to the Foamcast Radio fans group on Facebook and answer this question. What prizes would you like to see at West vs. Zombies? Thanks to Flux Sunglasses, Blaster Wraps, and Hobby King for sponsoring this episode. Please support the podcast by supporting my sponsors. You can find a complete listing of all my sponsors at phonecastradiocom sponsors. Thanks to Michael Needs for being my guest this week. And thanks to my supporters on Patreon. If you liked this episode, please consider becoming a supporter on Patreon for as little as $1 a month. Rewards include shoutouts, suggesting questions for upcoming guests, automatic entry in every counterintelligence contest, and more. You can sign up and directly support future episodes of the podcast at patreon.com foamcastradio. And finally, thank you for listening, and I'll see you on the battlefield.
1: Thanks for listening. Subscribe to make sure you won't miss a single episode. And don't forget to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, so it's easy to follow us and share this episode with your friends. You can also find us at foamcastradio.com, We can view the show notes, order merch, and more. Tune in next week for a brand new episode of Foamcast Radio.